thought we were already on vacation. We're heading to Florida this week. So we will be uh, not doing the Thursday show, actually. That's kind of a huge bummer, I know. But uh, we will be uh, rocking out down south uh, in Ron DeSantis land. And then uh, we're going to do a live from Florida Sunday show. That'll be a good time. Uh, we will be drunk, high. I'm going to try and sneak out my mushrooms. Uh, we'll see if that uh, flies out that way. Uh, really easy to fly out the weed. Not uh, so sure about the mushrooms. So maybe I shouldn't be <laughs> talking about tough. that live on the podcast, actually. Right. Oh, there we go. And he is with us. Hello, Mike. How are hey, you? Caught me by surprise, man. I, I, I wasn't ready for you. Well, I was ready, but then I, I thought you were going to be running late. No, <laughs> no, no running late. You were just the one running late today, my man. But uh, story of my life, dude. This whole day, I tell you what, man. Chicago is ruining my life. You know, I was a little off the mark today. Uh, you know, off rhythm, if you will, during uh, my job. Again, vacation mode, my man. I don't think I can uh, focus on the job this week. I'm, I'm already gone. Uh, dude, I had class today. Oh, cl- very nice. My class is 14 miles from my house. Right? <laughs> okay. It starts at 7 a.m. Yeah, man. I got to leave at 5.30. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's rough, dude. And I was like rushing. I had, the, I had the worst shits last night. I don't know what the fuck happened. And then, uh, <laughs> so I had to shit this morning. And then course, I'm like rushing. I'm rushing, dude. I fucking, and then I barely make it. I had to avoid the traffic on the Kennedy. So I got to go south. But then you hit the fucking, uh. You hit the freight train. I was like, oh, man. And then after the freight train, everything just stopped for some reason. Some asshole in some fucking beat-up car that shouldn't be on the road blocking, like, half the intersection. Oh, yeah, Because it stalled out. Of course. That's good times. I barely barely (laughs) made it there by 7 o'clock. I mean, I had, like, four minutes to spare. Go to grab my bag. I forgot my backpack. Oh, bummer. Yeah, they docked two hours of pay, dude. Sucks. Wow! Wow, yeah, man! They're not fucking around over there, man. No, uh, it's such bullshit, dude. I've noticed I, I, <laughs> the trend that? with traffic these days, man. Uh, you got to be somewhere. You uh, you can't catch a break. Uh, you want to take your time and not get there, right? It's just green lights all the way. Uh, not in Chicago. You're never. It doesn't matter how you what mood you're in. Oh really? <laughs> they've, they've made it impossible to navigate. They've, sh- they've they've eliminated lanes for bike lanes and pedestrians. And ah, uh, dude, don't even get me started. Downtown, they do this fucking thing with <laughs> the <started>. lights. <laughs> they they do this fucking thing with the lights, right? Where there's a gay little. It's like a, it looks like a street light, but it's got this gay little bicycle yeah, in the lights. What do you mean that originated probably here in Denver, Colorado? I can only uh, imagine. I. It's gay enough to have life. started in, in, in Colorado. It but. was well, you know, I mean, it's effective. It gets people to ride their bikes a little bit. Maybe that light pisses me off uh, more than anything. Well, I can kind of <laughs> see it in Colorado because I kind of feel like people in Colorado, when that light turns red, they stop on the bike. Uh, maybe. Yeah, no, I don't know. I no. think these people on the bikes, the second they strap on that helmet, get those clippity cloppity shoes, and uh, put on those tights with the pad on the crotch they become a whole different person like they believe they have full ownership of the entire roadway yeah, fucking douchebags dude so you can't turn right <laughs> because you have a red arrow while the bike lane is green 
and then the bike lane turns red, they don't stop. No, and then man. your your green arrows turns green, turns yellow, turns back to red, and you haven't gone because the stupid cunt in front of you doesn't know what to do. Here's the thing in Colorado. The deal is uh. the people on the bike, they'll consume the entire lane, create traffic jams, total nightmare, and you get past them, you want to flip them the bird and just scream at them, and they got this smile on their face, and they are so proud of themselves for saving the planet. So proud. We need to start doing the laws of the ocean, the laws of the sea. The bigger vessel has the right of way. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You, the f on the bike who clearly has nowhere to go in a hurry, you wait for my fucking work van to get out of the way, and then you go, because I can't even fucking see you. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's your fault if you get hit, and I, you know, I feel like in... We're heading down that pathway where you don't even have cops to stop crimes, let alone solve the murder mystery of the bicyclist, you know? I mean, well, what about the guy who, uh, in California, we covered this one, he got hit by the car. The guy got out of his car and shoots the guy on the bike. That's oh, how enraged yeah. he was by the bicyclist. Look, I think a lot of people can relate, honestly, uh, yeah. oh, to the God. frustration. <laughs> you know what? You, you're my hero, sir. Yeah, I think he's in prison. So, uh, well, you know, probably good not, place Not all heroes wear be. capes, Frank. Some wear uh, jumpsuits. <laughs> that's right. Some wear jumpsuits. Uh, that's very true. <laughs> Others uh, wear, you know, camouflage and big red hats that say MAGA on them. And they stomp around. And, <laughs> uh, you know, they tell people, you know, what we got to do in this situation, guys, is uh, we got to go to the Capitol. See, we got to we got to all go inside the Capitol. And uh, those those are the heroes that we need, because then when they realize they've created havoc, they tell everyone, no, stop. We got to stop going to the Capitol. And what are you if, doing? If you're a little is confused. He, uh... if you're a little <laughs> is he back from Brazil? If you're confused about what I'm talking about here. <laughs> Well, you clearly don't watch 60 Minutes on the CIA uh, ABS. Uh, what is that? Yeah, that's right. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, on CBS, they did the old uh, interview of Ray Epps, tragic hero of the modern era. He, <laughs> he's just a misunderstood old chap. Dude, this is disgusting what's going on with Ray Epps here. Well, come on, dude. Fed, right? From day one, he was called out for being a no, fed. There's the video no, of him on the street, and they're all screaming and pointing at him, fed, fed, fed. Frank, all all over the left-wing like podcasts and shit, it was like, yeah, he told his nephew that he started this revolution. <laughs> but he was just... He was just bloviating. It was no big deal. But then when those guys, that one dad who got caught by his son, you remember the son snitched on him and like recorded That's him right, talking? That's right, man. Yeah, for sure. They were like, no, that wasn't just bragging. He wasn't exaggerating. <laughs> no, he was word for word. What? You what? April has been quite the shocking month. They admitted to UFOs. They uh, admitted to <laughs> Hunter Biden, Ashley Biden's. Diary was admitted to. They have now admitted that Ray Epps was really there, and he actually did convince a bunch of people to storm the Capitol. But it's no biggie. He's just a normal guy like you and I. And uh, like, and actually, it's Tucker Carlson's fault for ruining his life. <laughs> yeah. Well, through all of the madness this month, the only people to lose their jobs are Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson. This has been <laughs> fucking crazy. What an upside down, topsy turvy world we live in. Man. 
How did Alec Baldwin get his job back and Tucker lost his? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. The Same week. Cherry on the ice fucking Sunday <laughs> here, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. These two bozos okay. lose their jobs and Alec Baldwin is shooting Rust. This is unreal. Alec Baldwin shooting what? Rust. Cuomo's on Newsmax. And Tucker got fired? <laughs> oh, man. We're here. It was floated out there that Tucker did the big no-no, which is he identified all these news organizations, including Fox, uh, as people and places and, uh, that were taking money from Pfizer and Big Pharma. And I think they're, they're speculating that's what got him ousted here, uh, actually. I think it was the lawsuit mostly, but uh, we'll, get, we'll get to Tucker. Yeah, we'll get to Tucker. We'll, Let's do some Raimondo. I'm, gl- I'm glad he's back from oh, Brazil. Dude, we love talking Ray Epps. Uh, he's always on my mind, that filthy bastard. Where's the pipe bomb guy? That's what they need to ask Ray Epps. What Ooh. happened to pipe bomb guy? Uh, <laughs> so here we go. Here's Ray Epps with a nice new beard. He's looking uh, a little bit thinner, uh, probably working out. <laughs> and uh, he's, uh, he's going to explain how he's the victim in all of this. He's getting ready for his new role. Epps was never <laughs> seen committing an act of violence that day or entering the Capitol. Epps told us when he saw the violence, his fervor to enter the building became a desire to play peacemaker. Can you stop right there, man? Can you stop right there? <laughs> yeah, dude. You guys have not done the soft voiceover. For anybody at January 6th. Thank you. For anybody at January 6th. No way, man. The minute you talk about anybody else at January 6th, it is the stern, harsh voice that the insurrectionists deserve. That's right. But for Raimondo Epps, who was just there at the camp. Raimondo. Yeah, as I always think of Ramondo. <laughs> he is Ramondo Epps. And uh, look, his name even, Ray Epps, like, he's it's fake. This guy's a fake character. He's an actor. Oh, he's on the shelf with John Pistol. Get the fuck <laughs> yeah. out of here. Hey, call back. <laughs> hey, uh, let's get John Pistol in here for an interview. Totally fake cop. Amazing. Appreciate you guys. And police body cam video backs him up. I thought I could stop it. So I went back and forth. I talked people down and worked the line. Back what? We have you on video. <laughs> For two days, literally. Like the night before, he was at like a gathering, like rowling people up and getting them pumped to go storm the Capitol, man. They were talking you down. Yes. They were calling him a fucking fed and telling him to shut up. That's incredible. Oh, like, God, I cannot wait to talk to our parents about Ray, Ray Epps. Dude, this, this reversal of history, and we, I have another... Uh, oh. version of this with Trudeau later on uh, of him t- saying that, you know, he never, <laughs> never mandated vaccines. That's crazy. Who oh, ever said wow. he mandated vaccines? You're crazy for even asking that question. So we are, li- we're going through the process right now. They are reversing and deleting and changing history. They're wiping it clean right before our eyes. And here we go. Ray Epps, Mike, he wasn't the guy that all of us saw video after video telling everyone they got to storm the Capitol. <laughs> no, he was, he was at the front line stopping them, trying to get them away, <laughs> away from the Capitol, away. You were watching that video in reverse. I was removing the flag from the cop's head. <laughs> Not hitting him with it. I don't have it in this clip, but they show video of, uh, there's a female cop, right? So it's a crazy scene. He whispers into this young fella's ear, and then the young fella and like four other people 
barge forward and push the metal gates onto the single this single female cop in riot gear and she just gets trampled over and ray epps just walks like right over her and past her you know like he just like walks away and the guy in cbs is like why didn't you help the cop and he's like oh i don't know i thought somebody else was gonna help her you know like he had no like (laughs) Like, no, because you were instigating this shit, man. You were trying to get a riot going, dude. Yeah, you st- Standard bystander effect. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Down, step down. We're good here. That kind of thing. And I kept it that <laughs> way for quite some time. Take a step back. We're holding ground. We're not trying to get people hurt. They don't want to get hurt. You don't want to get hurt. Just back up. Epps says he left the Capitol grounds to help evacuate an injured man. The time, 2.54 p.m. I looked back at the Capitol, and there was people crawling up the Capitol walls, and it looked like it looked terrible. I mean, I, I was kind of ashamed of what, what was going on at that point. So I, I started to walk out. He told us that's when he sent this This guy better to win an Oscar. Well, this is where the story gets really good, because here's this guy saying, no, nah, no, nah, look, man, I'm innocent. I had nothing to do with this whole thing, right? So I, I started to walk out. He told us that's when he sent this text to his nephew. Conspiracists saw it as the true confession of an agent provocateur. I was in front with a few others. I also orchestrated it. Explain this <laughs> to me. I was boasting to my nephew. I helped get people there. I, I was directing people to the Capitol that morning. I know exactly how it sounds. I've been. It sounds like you orchestrated it and instigated (laughs) the fucking riot, man. It sounds like you should be next to Horde Guy. Orchestrated's a very specific word. (laughs) You know, like, it sounds like you made this thing happen a little bit. You know, call me crazy. Sounds like you orchestrated it. I sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist, I know, but kind of sounds like you admitted to doing this. Did you hear that? I know exactly. Did you hear how he phrased it? Well, the really really out there conspiracy theorists believe you orchestrated it because of this text where you said, I orchestrated (laughs) it. Like, what? (laughs) How does they make me the crazy out there fucking conspiracy theorist? I can't wait for Ray Epps' book, If I Orchestrated It. It's going to be fantastic. (laughs) The details. I can't wait. It'll be like I was really there, you know? <laughs> Boots on the ground, man. <laughs> I can't take this. No, this is insane. We have, like, I, I feel like I'm going insane because they're trying to make you, again, it's, do, don't believe what your eyes are showing you. You know, you are being... Or what you're hearing or or, reading. Yeah, anything. Don't believe any of this. Uh. We'll tell you the truth as we see it, actually. Yeah. I helped get people there. I, I was directing people to the Capitol that morning. You know how this sounds. I know exactly how it sounds. I've been scolded by my wife for using that word. I shouldn't have used that word. That's funny because everybody else has been arrested and in prison. Yeah, like 750 people. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm glad you got a scolding from your wife. That's right. The guy who orchestrated it. His words, not mine. Let's go talk to QAnon Shaman, see how he's doing right now. When you add up all of these things, as your critics have done, you've given them a lot of ammunition to paint you as this instigator. There was an effort to make me the scapegoat. (laughs) Wow. And we all know who did and led that effort. Tucker Carlson. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's why they had to tuck him away. <laughs> That's right, man. He's tucked away. Oh, Ray Epps. I, I'm very impressed by this. Because um, a lot of people weren't really into the whole Ray Epps part of the Jan 6 thing. He, of course, wasn't invited to uh, the Jan 6th committee, neither season, one or two, uh, which yeah, is pretty true, disappointing. Yeah. yeah, you know, I and I really thought the cliffhanger of season one indicated they'd bring in someone exciting like him, but uh, no, never happened, never materialized. Right. Uh, we need better writers on the Democratic Party, but uh, <laughs> I... I encourage everyone to go check out the whole segment on 60 Minutes. Uh, the interview is so surreal because... They are showing you footage of him doing all the things that we saw Ray Epps doing, instigating the riot, getting people to push through the fences. Uh, And then they're watching the footage with him. And he's like, see there? I never said any of that. It's like the weirdest (laughs) thing. You're watching it. And the the reporter's like, you're right. You never did anything. It's crazy. I don't get why he's the one guy out of everybody there. The one guy you're willing to accept was a good guy. Just swept up in this thing. You know what I mean? I, I don't get it. The Like the most vocal guy, like the guy from all the clips from Jan 6 that I remember, second to QAnon Shaman Horned guy. Yeah. Who else do we remember? It's Shaman guy, you know, and Ray Epps. There's no other characters involved with Jan 6, in my opinion. You spent two days hyping people up to storm the Capitol. There's so much footage of this guy, and there's multiple times over two days where he's accused of being a Fed by MAGA people in the crowd. It's hilarious footage. We've talked about it many times on this show. It's fucking very funny. I don't get it. I don't get how they're able to bring him on 60 Minutes and just change the story. It's just he's so obviously an alphabet agent individual. And... uh, they uh at the end of the segment they actually talk about how they reached out to the FBI for comment and uh their comment right up until the last minute was something along the lines of Ray Epps is not on the payroll of the FBI. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thanks. That's, that ends <laughs> the comment the comment was, well you just got comment from one of our agents. <laughs> That's right. Epps is out uh, once again. Get out of here. I'm sorry, Ray Epps is in. Uh, and he's in because I think one guy is out. You caught me off guard there, but I, I rebounded. Uh, and we all know who's out. You could tuck it in. You could tuck it out. You could do whatever you want. It's Mike's third least favorite tucker <laughs> above the, the tuckers and <laughs> underneath Marshall Tucker Band and Chris Tucker. Uh, that's a lot of tuckers. Let's get our tuck on. Tuck it. <laughs> Word has just come down that Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. <clears throat> this is the the crowd of the View uh, experiencing. I'm so glad you got this, uh... <laughs> experiencing a group orgy uh, or orgasm yes. over this. This is this is a unified synchronized orgasm <laughs> between all women in this room. It's fantastic. I mean. The bigger one, w- I think, was when Trump got arrested, but... Uh, that didn't- I don't know, man. This one, they did the wave. They did the... Yes, here we go. 
Whoopi hasn't stood up in 30 com- years. <laughs> it's the fastest I've ever seen her move. There's no doubt about it. Word has just come down that Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. They're showing the audience to go crazy. Wave. Yeah, they are. If you're wondering, yes, they're doing the wave like you see at a baseball game. You know, we'll talk more about it tomorrow because, but we wanted to make sure that we let you know what was going well, on. Well, can I, can I ask the audience if they'll help me do something? <laughs> Come on, folks. Na, 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 na. Na, na, na. Oh, haha. That guy got fired. <laughs> he left a place where he was getting, what, a million? Two million views? He was averaging 3.5 million viewers a week or something, or on a nightly basis, something like that. He's going to go off and do a podcast or something, a deal with Podbeam. He, he, he's, do- <laughs> he's the creator and owner, I believe, of The Daily Caller. Is he really? Yeah. He he does other things already. Tucker Carlson is way better off than any of the women in the room of The View. Oh, he's not going anywhere. What do you mean? He's leaving cable? Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Who the fuck cares about cable? Like, they just relieved him. You know, like he, he gets to finally move on. He was already doing the rounds. He was doing all these podcasts talking about how essentially evil media corporations are and and the legacy mainstream media machine is and these view idiots and the people at cnn fox msnbc all the same in the same little group and the tucker obviously uh the only one pushing the limits i was always skeptical about him in the sense of why is he allowed to push these boundaries talk about the vaccine issues big pharma uh, you know what I mean? He was kind of always reve- the only one on cable or on news or TV or whatever, giving out a little bit of truth here and there. The only one exposing the Hunter Biden situation. And, you know, it's just uh, at first I thought, oh, he must be he must be like controlled opposition. But now I think, um, you know, they were just in it for the money, as always, for all places and all businesses, right? Everything in this world is about the money. So they kept Tucker right. along until he pushed the wrong button. Yeah, I think it, I think they fired him because of uh, they haven't released what the text messages and emails were, but they said he was talking really bad about Rupert Murdoch and all the management. Oh, really? Well, good for him. Yeah. That's a that's an awesome way to go out, actually. Oh, that's even better. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Where you're talking shit about Rupert Murdoch? I, dude, uh, I, I, I like you more. Re- Tucker, imagine you how many up. times he used the word kite. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to bleep that? Damn it. <laughs> you just, just well, uh, there's a lot of speculation, like I said, that his crusade against Big Pharma and their ownership of all major media was a big part of what got him pushed out. Uh, and I was kind of thinking about Kanye and the Jews and all that stuff. Is Big Pharma bigger than the Jews? I think the, they're one and the same, maybe. Do you know what I'm saying when it comes to censorship? Oh, yeah. Control? Who's at the top of the Big yeah. Pharma? It's the Jews. Right? Okay, yeah. I'm just. I was very. Uh, I found it interesting how quickly the man got axed after uh, pushing. I mean, they own any any multi billion dollar industry. They own it. I saw an interesting thing about BlackRock and how BlackRock owns 
uh, a piece of Fox and they own a piece of Dominion and they own a bigger piece of Dominion. And essentially, BlackRock sued itself to fire Tucker Carlson. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, man. Which I, I saw it floating out on Twitter. I believe it. There are companies with that much money and that much pool. Why not, man? He was exposing a lot of info that I could only believe the people at the top. Again, every time I'd see it, I'd be like, wow, how is how does Tucker like get home at night safely? Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Does he ever he must check his brakes every time he goes out to his car? Well they don't do What's you really can't crazy is you still look at Twitter? Oh me? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, well, you you know, might be I like, the only one. I like to see what the crazies are talking about, you know. Man, I can't tell you the last time I was on Twitter. Are you a truther now? No, I don't do any of it. You're healthier. I read an article today <laughs> in NPR. They did this massive study on social media and um basically cell phones and uh teens, adolescents exposure to social media apps and cell phones. And apparently the nosedive at 2012, when over like something like 50% of the country were using cell phones or as kids, you know, 75% in that range, uh, had access to it. We were all using them. Uh, the skyrocketing of anxiety and depression is just unheard of historically through all their like uh, testings and charts through time. Like they test, they uh, went back and uh checked generational data all the way back to the 30s and saw just this outrageous just drop in people's uh happiness and whatnot you know kids happiness and their ability to socialize uh mm. right at 2012 mm. where and they said it kind of maintained the steady course all the way up into the point where kids had cell phones in their hands at all times and access to uh facebook and all that stuff yeah could be the destruction of our society, people. I am telling I you. It's the cell phone. You're it's holding just... it in your hand. It also coincides with just when we stopped raising children, man. We started just like, parents wanted to be the friends with the kids, you know? And like, it reminds me stopped... of a uh, Truman show where the TV is the babysitter. <laughs> like, people stop hitting their kids, you know? I take that back. That's Cable Guy. Sorry about that cable one. Cable Guy. Way better. Cable guy, yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. The TV is his babysitter, and that's why he loves cable. Yeah. <laughs> Not his best. Good movie, though. Directed by Ben Stiller, my man. Was it really? Oh, yeah, dude. I think it was his first flick, actually. Benjamin, you're a better actor. <laughs> Stick to doing those phony baloney uh, press tours over in Ukraine, my man. That's right. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah. You know what? You know what? What happened? They ran out of five seven actors to send over there. Dude, I you're so psycho. I was looking at a picture. By the way, Ukraine Zelensky in the dumps, my man. Like I was down at the bottom of the AP website, like past sports and entertainment, and then they had the Ukraine Russia war. It was sad, oh, yeah. dude. And they had this picture. <clears throat> of Zelensky with these delegates and he's, you know, asking for more money. You know how he does it. And uh, he's just sitting there asking for money. It sitting, Dude, he is a teeny, tiny, stout little oh, man. Shit. Like, yeah. you can't hide it. Like, he is, like, when he's sitting in a chair for normal adults, he looks like a child on the high, chi- <laughs> on the high chair. Nah, dude. It's my <laughs> height, man. 
<laughs> Me and him are the same height. No, I don't think so. They're, they're lying about his height, dude. You got to look at pictures of him. He's way smaller than they're telling uh, you. Oh, he's 5'7", the- but those se- those are seven Russian inches. <laughs> so I'm saying they're, they're measuring it in uh, rubles or whatever it is. And uh, <laughs> I think he's stuffing some rubles. You know what he, it is? I think he's... Uh, taking some of the stacks of cash that he keeps getting in suitcases from the Americans, sliding him a few of those into his socks, and then when he's got his <laughs> shoes on, adds like two or three oh, inches. Yeah. I yeah. I challenge the world. Prove me wrong. Zelensky, he's five, uh, he's four or five. I swear to God. <laughs> Zelensky's a midget. Yeah, he's five seven. <laughs> Perfect height. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Tom Cruise, Zelensky, Ben Stiller, yeah. all the greats. <laughs> and uh, Danny DeVito. I'll never forget. No, he was shorter. I saw a picture online. Uh, somebody had drawn it in stencil. It was Danny DeVito's Wolverine. I think maybe they could be a listener of the Dude Man podcast because we <laughs> did riff on that for a while. And the potential, my favorite casting, of course, Joe Pesci as Wolverine. What a, <laughs> what a missed opportunity, folks. Joe Pesci should be Wolverine. And I'm sure it he's around, he must be around the 5'7 range. I can only. only no, imagine. those guys are like 5'4. Oh, five Pesci? Five, Joe Pesci? Yeah. Uh, him and DeVito are really small. All right. You got to think, like, De Niro's probably about my height. De Niro? Yeah, he's probably a... I don't know. I could see him being uh, a little taller. I don't know. No, dude, you got to think all these... Think about all the actors in high school that, like, were in theater. Yeah, I I know. These are the people that grow up and be actors. (laughs) You know? Of course, yeah. Yeah, they're all tiny people. Not that I'm some monster myself, but I, uh, I, I noticed the Zelensky... When... In comparison to people that are not Ben Stiller or uh, Sean Penn, he seemed <laughs> seemed a little small. And then I, it got me thinking, like, maybe his mooks aren't really that big. Maybe the mooks are always like 5'8", you know? Oh, dude, Robert De Niro, 5'9". Not bad. That's about dad's height. Average and, height, uh, or it used to be. Now everyone's all hopped up on growth hormones and whatever they're injecting into the cow's milk. So we're all uh, seven foot. Everybody's right? seven foot. Al Pacino, three inches shorter. Al Pacino, five six. six. I didn't see that one coming. So he's a Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise fella. You can kind of see it now that he's aged. He's really kind of hunching over and shrinking down, and so he he definitely has that small old Italian fella look going. I like it. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Small guy. Joe Pesci. I was right on five four. Joe Pesci, 5'4", and so, uh, you know what? He carries a lot of power behind that 5'4". <laughs> that is a brick Danny, house 5'4", my man. Danny DeVito, 4'10". Wow! <laughs> oh, man, on a good day. I can't believe that, dude. But he's got the arms of a regular man, which is crazy. <laughs> he's built, Yeah, he has the limbs of tree trunks, but then uh, he's just, <laughs> just a stout fella. Good for him. Yeah, 4'10". Uh, it's all those... All those Jersey Mike subs he's been eating, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, crazy. Yeah. So uh, we covered the firing of uh, the Tuck Man, uh, Toodaloo. I, I assume he will be moving on to better things. All probably already has, and uh, I'm sure this was in his own doing. Again, 
I can only assume Tucker went on his crusade the last few weeks because he wanted to get fired, maybe, or knew he was going to get fired. Or just, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes when you you feel the house crumbling, you just go out with a bang, you know. So maybe he, he that's kind of what he. I don't know. Off they said he found out ten minutes before pub the public did. They say a lot of things when they get fired, Mike. Everyone does, and that is uh you know no different for guys like Don Lemon, who said a lot of things when he got fired. And oh man, here's my favorite part about this whole thing is Tucker Carlson got fired. We play a little clip of The View celebrating, but when you dig into Tucker getting fired, there's kind of some legal aspects, and there's a lot of things at play where you're like, this was kind of a long time coming. You know what I'm saying? Like the machine needed to get rid of Tucker Carlson uh, for a while there, and they did. And you know you did it. We said it when they did the Na 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 song. Like, yo... He's not going anywhere. You're going to see Tucker Carlson again. Yes. Trust me. In fact, you'll probably get more Tucker now. That's a, <laughs> yeah. you'll, you'll get tuckered out uh, <laughs> from all that Tucker. Somebody stop this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We better slow, uh, change subject, uh, subjects before I tuck myself, uh, you know, <laughs> Tubin style. And then, uh, so, all right. Speaking of Tubin and CNN... Uh, Don Lemon got fired, and I, at first, hardy har har Don Lemon, of course, you know, we saw him talk about getting high at the, uh, concert, Mary Jane concert, and, uh, you know, he did the whole debacle with the, um, the fella talking about race and the history of race post-Civil War <laughs> and the NRA, and he just sounded like a total buffoon. He told the producers on the headset to shut up. You know, that was such a great clip. So I really thought, oh, you know, this is no big deal. I'll probably have another quick 30-second shot of Don Lemon. My God, there is so much to this story. It is incredible. <laughs> Don Lemon, you beast. This morning, Don Lemon's former co-workers speaking out about his departure from CNN. Don was a big part of this show over the last six months. He was one of the first anchors on CNN to have me on his show. That's something I'll obviously never forget. I agree with Chris. We wish him the best. The CNN This Morning anchor signing off his show Monday, just hours later tweeting, I was informed this morning by my agent that I have been terminated by CNN. Adding, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. And here's where it gets good. I am stunned. <laughs> CNN then with a tweet of its own, refuting Lemon's account, calling it inaccurate, writing, he was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement on Twitter. <laughs> the back and forth coming. Don Lemon was on the shitter, got a call from his agent, said that he got fired, so he tweeted out some bullshit right away. That's what happened. You know that's what happened. To his, four, to his 400 followers. <laughs> that's right. That's the best part. Months after, Lemon made this on-air gaffe <laughs> about I, women I, while I discussing Nikki Haley's run she for president, people, you know, prompting his brief... They're going to kind of run down uh, Don Lemon doing Don Lemon things. and uh, Don Lemon definitely hated women. <laughs> really? That's one thing that yes. has come out of this. He, he hates women, hates women. Yeah, man. Like, historically. And, like, not even in private. Like, he did it on air. Like, all the time, dude. Oh, but then, like, the stuff that's coming out about, like, behind the scenes. I know, dude. He was, like, just, like, women. Oh, dude. He's a woman This guy hater. hates women. Yeah, he hates women, dude. It's incredible. Like, <laughs> this story, how did it get so was juicy? He, is he the black kid from The Little Rascals? <laughs> E-man woman hater. <laughs> 
Oh, what a callback, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's a 30-year-old callback. Wow. Good good one. All right. So, yeah, I think he's part of the uh, he's a He-Man Women Haters Club uh, prime member. No doubt about it. Uh, Don Lemon hates chicks. No Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you talking about? That's not according to me. Prime so for what? His co anchors, Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins, I can listen to that a million times. It's fantastic. TV gold, dude. Prime for what? We're talking about a politician running for president at 50. Yeah, potentially against a guy who just announced his second run at 80. <laughs> Are we talking prime here? I don't think we're talking prime. <laughs> we're not talking about giving birth. <laughs> and when it comes to politics, there's nobody in their prime. It's past prime for everybody. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. no, that's why you're in politics. Don Lamont, it, it, he just, uh, I, I had no idea he hated women so much. At the time, Chris Licht, <laughs> CNN's chairman and CEO, sending a memo calling the comments unacceptable and mandating Lemon participate in formal training sessions. Lemon later telling staff, when I make a mistake, I own it. And I own this one as well. On Monday, amid news of Lemon's departure, Haley tweeting to women everywhere, don't ever let anyone tell you you're past your prime. Going that instance, not the first wow. time the Firebrand host has raised eyebrows. Is it fair to say this? Because I'm not a mommy, but is it mommy brain? Is it you? you have, no. Variety <laughs> also reported oh allegations of past workplace misogyny by Lemon, citing more than a dozen unnamed current and former <laughs> colleagues. Claims Lemon denies. And CNN offering no specific reason for Lemon's firing, but in an email to staff, Licht thanked Lemon for his contributions, writing, Don will forever be a part of the CNN family, adding, we wish him well and we will be cheering him on in his future endeavors. Damn, Don. Woo. Like, I didn't see that coming. I didn't know he had like a decades, multi-decades long history of harassing women around multiple oh, workplaces yeah. like what a, who is this guy where do you get the ego oh you're a gay man who's been praised for being a gay man you know he got his start uh anchoring news in chicago mike was that chicago dude i know i, I some uh, one of the podcasts i was listening to they were they were talking about his early days and then they played a clip yeah where man. he was like he kind of became popular for being like Telling black guys to pull up your pants, start speaking better English, you know, or proper English, and go get a job. Isn't that something, man? Like, the woke movement um, really brainwashed a lot of people, and they just changed overnight, seemingly. Yeah. He went from that to peaceful protests. Well, look at him and, like, um, Elizabeth Warren. She got infected with the woke bug, and yeah. uh, she... Used to be a fiscal conservative, right? Isn't that like what well, wasn't that? She her used deal? to have like really amazing ideas when it came to the economy. Not amazing ideas, but just she had really good ideas. That yeah, that's all woke bullshit. I, I, you see it across the board at this point. Um, <clears throat> Don Lemon, man, he gave us some gems. I was lamenting to Emma on the ride home from work that uh, you know Don's gone and. They already took our favorite Brian Stelter last year. I was just thinking that, dude. Don't, 
Don't feel bad. They'll be hanging out together. You know they got a job for him at Harvard. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I feel bad for our future. Um, that's, <laughs> that's not good, man. The institutions are getting worse. You know, you want oh, like yeah. a commentary on how bad the college situation is? Brian Stelter left CNN to go teach at one of these colleges. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, yeah. If, as long as you're a Democrat, you'll just fail up. You fail up, man. Yes, good call. Just like Kamala Harris, dude. That's her entire career. Yeah, really. That's the <laughs> name of her uh, her biography. Oh, uh, well, there could be a lot of names for it, I am sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so right. I, though I suspect this may be it for the Don Lemon uh, saga and we may be saying goodbye. That's why I took the time to throw him onto the tile for the to the live show today. I know I got cut off a little on there, but you know I felt like a, a little goodbye to Don. I enjoyed the time. You know, it isn't all always or often that we get a get a news anchor that we can just make fun of all the time. Like you know, it's like a go to, yeah. right? Like oh, let's see what Don Lamont is up to today. <laughs> a little dry for material. Let's see what Don's up to. So I'm uh, a little bit bummed about that. It is crazy, though. Maybe CNN is actually making a change. They got rid of Stelter. They got rid of Lemon. If they get rid of Cooper. Cooper's there to stay, man. He He's the head of the CIA so? division there. Yeah, but uh, they did hire someone over the weekend. Kind of blew my mind. And you are right on, uh, on the money with this. Uh, they are trying to maybe change the scene a little bit. They hired Charles Barkley. No... He's got uh, some show they're going to do with Charles Barkley uh, coming up, man. They're already, I told you, they got Bill Maher doing something on there now. They just had to go get their, uh, their own Michael Strahan. They got their own Michael Strahan. I love Charles Barkley. He's very entertaining on the TNT uh, pregame and halftime shows. He tells yeah, it like it is. Yeah, but you need him with like, other people. Like he's, I don't know. I totally like, agree. Him I, with Shaq, he's hilarious. It, that's hilarious. It's gold. It's good stuff, but you also need the Ernie there who hosts the show to, you know, host the show, guide guide the way. I, you know, Chuck on his own, not sure what I would expect from that, but, you know, I can assume they'll put something good together. Did you see on MSNBC, they have, uh, it's like Leguizamo Does America? No, shut the fuck up. Yeah, man, uh, Leguizamo, it's like a <laughs> Leguizmo. Uh, he's doing an eight-part miniseries. I believe it's on MSNBC where he tours the country uh, checking out various Latino uh, cuisines and what have you. Uh, go fuck and, yourself. And he's, he's experiencing the Latin uh, you know, culture of America, I think. I think he, may, he probably goes elsewhere. It's CNN budget, so they probably pay... Uh, you know, CNN is dying to replace that golden moment where they had some viewership when Anthony Bourdain had that show on there. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, that he was on CNN. That's right, man. He had my favorite uh, show on the Travel Channel, I think it was. That was, yeah. No reservations. Uh, just, I forgot he had that show on uh, CNN. But though. then he did, like, the uh, No Borders or something. I can't remember what the... Uh, title was uh for it i enjoyed it i definitely watched it It was probably back then one of the few times i would throw cnn on and uh they're they these news stations keep trying to like reach out 
they're they're so lost in the entertainment world. They have no idea what to do. No one's tuning into them for information anymore. They've they've been uh, revealed for being state media. They're they're yeah. just all of them, all the channels, Fox, CNN, everything. Oh, especially Fox, dude. With this whole Tucker firing, one of the things that came out is it, it came down from Rupert Murdoch not to release the January 6th uh, tapes. Oh, really? That's so and, fucking and weird, man. Did, and, <clears throat> and they think one of the reasons they fired him when they did is because uh, he was supposed to do this whole thing on Monday about Ray Epps after that 60 Minutes interview. Wow. Which kind of points in the direction that, yes, Ray Epps is working for the Alphabet Agencies. <laughs> Dude, you know? come on, man. Because you can't even have him them talk about it on fucking Fox. That is pretty interesting. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we live in a, a crazy time right now, uh, media-wise, only because, again, I have a very strong feeling no one's getting their info from it anymore. Not like it was. Uh, you still have your diehards and the boomer generation, but <sighs> you got to assume Gen X and below, we are locked into our gadgets and we are getting our information streams from the places we chose and decided to get them from. We have that ability and, you know, that's where, that's the reality now. And these archaic, you know, channels, they, they seem fucking desperate. Oh, they are. You know who else they fired? Dan Bongino. That's right, Dan Bongino. And I know uh, the old folks, the old Italian ladies in the Chicagoland oh, no, area, if you will, uh, have a certain uh, soft spot for... Uh, oh, you're so good looking. Bon- Bongino. <laughs> Same situation, though. When I read that, I passed it off as no big deal. The dude has a following so far outside of Fox News. He didn't even... I Actually, I didn't even know he was on Fox News. I thought he just did. Oh, no. I thought he had his podcast. I thought he was on Blaze TV or whatever it was. Yeah. That's how no. I did. I how disassociated he is from that uh, cable TV world. No, the first time I saw him on Fox, Fox, I was like, man, I can't believe this guy has a show. Like I had only known him from the podcast. Well, what's interesting is Bongino, me not knowing he had the Fox show, uh, in my mind, little more credibility than if I'm hearing it from Tucker, because Tucker was on Fox. The crazy thing about Tucker now not being on Fox, whatever his side gig is, this new podcast, I think he already has a podcast going on, but like whatever his next thing, information stream is, it's going to feel more authentic, and people are going to believe that believe him more than when he was on Fox, yeah. because Fox and CNN, they have this phony rivalry uh, but they both work for state government, for you know, for the media. They're they're the same machine. And Tucker being a part of it again, like we said earlier, he always kind of seemed like this controlled opposition. He's out there now on his own, pushing his own media to get people to listen to him. So, generally speaking, doing the podcast thing, you got to be a little more honest. You can't be some blowhard talking bullshit like, it, oh, which is basically then what Cuomo. then you're Cuomo, you know, and so. Maybe that'll be a better medium for people to just believe Tucker Carlson a little more. He could drop the bow tie uh, and be a little bit more calm about oh, what I he's talking about. I think you should about. bring it back. I think you bring the bow tie back. I'm not into the bow tie. There's something freaky deaky about dudes with the bow tie. I'm telling you. <laughs> or is he too old for it now? He's a little too Probably old. Too old. <laughs>
what's crazy about all of this, too, is, and the reason I keep cycling back to state media, propaganda media, uh, this is all owned by the Democrats at this point. Um, AOC was on, and you can you get more state media than this? Jen Psaki's new show on MSNBC. Oh, oh, I know. How is that possible? It's been happening forever. John Roberts, he had a show on Fox after he was the same position for Bush's administration. Uh, actually, all of the people who were Bush's um, speakers or whatever it is, uh, press secretaries, they all went on to get gigs at Fox News. Same thing happened with the Biden people post, or I'm sorry, Obama, O'Biden, if you will. Same uh, people. Same people, same gigs, but they just went over to MSNBC and CNN. And now Biden, same thing. Do a couple years with Biden, go work at MSNBC. That's what Pisaki's doing. Uh, it's so incestuous. These people are all in bed with each other, man. That's just how it is. It's disgusting. And so AOC, on Sunday, the day before uh, the hammer got dropped on our uh, favorite people to make fun of, Don Lemon and your least favorite, Tucker, (laughs) uh, AOC had the uh, cojones to go on TV and talk about how, hey, you know what we should do? We should start regulating these guys on cable TV. And do you think media organizations or social media platforms should be accountable for the role, for, for being platforms for incitement? I believe that when it comes to broadcast television, like Fox News, these are subject to, to federal law, federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very very clearly incitement of violence very clearly incitement of violence and How? that is the line yeah that I what's think your we proof have to uh, be willing to contend with i just don't get this like press uh, premise that <clears throat> who's inciting violence because i have a very good memory about two weeks ago uh, we had to put the kibosh on the tranny day of vengeance because everyone thought it kind of was sending the wrong message after the tranny right. went and shot up the Christian school. And plus, the guy's been on for an hour a night, five nights a week, forever. Pull me up a, a 30 second clip, a minute. Y- you can't give me a, a, a minute, Great a call. one minute clip? You would have evidence. You Show me the evidence. <laughs> you sued Alex Jones for $8 billion on seven minutes. You can't find anything on Tucker Carlson, man? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Nothing. Where was he telling people to go create and start violence? Yes, just show me. It's such an inflam. AOC is retarded. And for her to go out there and say the, the words that are coming out of her mouth, she doesn't realize that there are other retards out there that hear her and take it to heart. And then they think, yeah, that Tucker Carlson is creating violence. Well, we got to match it with our violence, man. Like, there are insane, stupid people out there. And AOC is playing to those stupid people, whether she knows it or not. And using language like that, the language is very important. That's her her constituents, dude. She represents New York, you know? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, retards. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) That's right, New York. Not not a full set of chromosomes amongst them. I can't give any credit to any place in the world that says Mario, all right? Oh, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Fucking Mario. Oh, we got our own pizza. No, no, it's just like yours, but we stretch it real thin. <laughs> all right, go fuck yourselves, dude. Uh, 
Then pizza and Mario. Disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need garbage cans. We just throw our trash out on the street. The rats have a feast. And then the truck comes and picks it up. (laughs) Fucking disgusting animals, dude. You remember uh, the Ninja Turtles movie, the original live-action one from 1989? Yeah, I remember. They opened that flick... Uh, with all these people eating gigantic slices of pizza, and it's always been tattooed in my memory, just like how good that pizza looks that they're eating in this movie. <laughs> they just make the pizza look so incredible, man. And yeah. it's, you know, the the TV pizza always looks so much better. It's crazy than what you actually get. You can't get anything good these days, especially now. Yeah, I am a fan of the thin crust, but I mean. Thin crust Chicago style. That's what people don't understand. It's a whole unique style of pizza exclusive to Chicago. I totally believe this. It's the ingredients under the cheese. I don't understand yeah. why everyone puts the ingredients on top of the cheese. You put the ingredients on top. Like, let's say you got pepperoni pizza. You put that pepperoni on top. All that grease just pools up on top of the cheese. If you put that pepperoni on the sauce, put the cheese on top. All that flavor mixes with the sauce, man. The cheese holds it together. And it's all about the kind of cheese you're using. Well, I think everyone uses mozzarella, right? Maybe a little Parmesan oh, mix in there. You know? I'm talking about the brand, Frank. Oh, the brand. Well, yes. You, uh. you, when it comes to cheeses and brands, you don't mess with Chicagoans. I got to tell you that. They, uh, they go on long quests. <laughs> To find the right cheese, they save that cheese, and then they bust it out. They all taste it, and they stand around and go, eh, I don't know. Uh, it's not the same as not, it used to not be. Not the same <laughs> as it was in Italy. <laughs> the neighbor, uh, he went to this Italian store, Italy. Yes, I, I, told the story. I'm kind of uh, edging towards the eatery uh, deal here. I'm blown away that there's an Italian. Italy. No, no, oh, Italy. Yes. Yeah. See, I can't even say it. Italy. Italy. <laughs> unbelievable. This is how I know Chicago's <laughs> lost. People, get out of there while you still can. Uh, he brought Nona like ninety dollars worth of cheese. Wasn't impressed. Yeah. And I, she Ted cruised all of it. <laughs> all of it. The whole Before stack. she even opened the package. <laughs> I don't believe this is really Country Capali. Cacha Cavale. It's this ball of cheese that Italians hang <laughs> from their doorway forever. And then they cut it open and it's gotta have the what the gap, like the little bulb. It's in got, the middle, it's got right? a little hole in the middle where the little oil hole. builds up. The oil. Yeah, man. And then you cut a piece and you kinda just get a little bit of oil and get a little delicious. Oil. But if you cut That's it open right. and the oil's not there. It's not an authentic, real deal, Cacha Cavalli. What is it, Cacha Cavalli? Cacha Cavalli, yeah. Cacha Cavalli. Oh, I, I guess. I'm not saying it right. But, uh, we're, we're entering but, Punchki territory here. We better watch <laughs> ourselves. That's what she kept saying. I was like, no, where's the hole? There's no <laughs> hole. There's no space in the middle. And, like Everybody at the table was like, well, it tastes like Cacha Cavalli. It says it on the label. It's from Italy. Like, what more do you want? <laughs> I support her determination to find the right tasting cheese I, I think this is a uh, I believe in this quest and uh, I support it fully I think we need to go on a trip overseas and find the right Cacciacavelli I'd be down you know we'll, we'll, we'll 
take the old lady all around the according, old country? According to Dad, it would have been cheaper to fly everybody to Italy than go to this uh, hotel they paid for in Florida. <laughs> wow. It's a nice hotel. It, it's not a hotel. It's uh, it's a house. It's nice. It's on the water. Uh, uh, we're going to be... Uh, I'm, I'm not going to leave the pool. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to park my ass at the pool and uh, just kind of slide in and out of it. That's going to be my whole deal. Oh, yeah, I got my swim trunks, man. I had to order some. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got the same ones I've been wearing for uh, 10 years. They're great. They got mustard stains on them. Because uh, when when I was laid off for COVID, uh, during that glorious summer of love in 2020, Mm. I slipped on my swim shorts, purchased a kid pool, uh, filled up a brand new... (laughs) Filled up a brand new cooler with ice and Miller Lite, and uh, I didn't leave or change for about three months. It was uh, that was my whole life. <laughs> so that's why I was thinking, like, I haven't been swimming in years. It's because I didn't take the COVID break. Yes, you missed out on the COVID break. That's I right. Out. I didn't really do much swimming. I haven't been in like a big pool. Like, when's the last time you went to a wave pool? Oh man, decades. Wave pools. How are those things still allowed to be happening? Like, that seems like there's a lot of danger involved. Uh, you got the kids, especially now, the kids are a little fatty. Like, most people are a little fatty. Well, the good news is fat floats. Yeah, but my thing with this is, now you got extra mass coming at you on this wave, right? You're at the bottom end of the wave area. You just have to sudden- adjust the water levels for the mass. <laughs> <Yeah>. the water. <laughs> for the displacement. <laughs> that's right dude <laughs> we have a water world here in denver i'll have to check it out someday um it always looks a little sketchy so i i tend to avoid it but one of these days oh that's why they're for kids did you go there as an adult it, you, it's disgusting there's no way i want to go to this yeah these these pools these public pools and water parks are disgusting am i right about that like it's just filled oh, with absolutely. probably urine and fecal matter and food and barf and all the things mixed together in between, right? There's got to be crazy, crazy disgusting things going on in those waters. Yeah. There was that spa that got shut down in California. It was like a really high-end, uh, like, Korean spa, you know, where they do, like, the bath, the big bath. Oh, yeah, man. And uh, they got sh- shut down because the guy only changed the water twice a year. Oh, nice, dude. <laughs> Don't trust these places, man. I'm telling you. It's freaking gross. Yeah, so all I can think is like, yeah, like, Wisconsin Dells has been running the same water since 1973. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Like, those indoor water parks, are, they never close. They're never changing that shit. Dude, dude you're right. They just keep <laughs> recycling the same fucking water. I don't even think they changed the filter, man. Oh, you don't have to. Dude, Wisconsin Dells. I haven't thought about that place in forever. Man, I can't believe it still exists. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know, if you (laughs) cruise through Wisconsin, you could check out Wisconsin Dells. It's a uh, maybe for adults, maybe for children, somewhere in between a city where you could do go-karting, water If If you're an alcoholic with teenage children, you gotta go. You, gotta, you drop off the kids, give them a hundred bucks, you can go drink all there, night. You know, is there gambling can, there? Do they have casinos there? I, I can't remember now. Oh, you can gamble on who wins the co-kart race. <laughs> That's right, dude. 
oh man, I'll have to swing up that way in the near future. Check myself out somewhere. Yeah, remember that? Remember that one that had like the uh, the spiral up go kart track? Yeah, man, it was like big chief. it was like Mount Olympus or something. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I f- feel like there was some sort of big chief park, or uh, there were a bunch of different go kart places, man. Some where they like didn't even put the governor on there, so you could pretty much go as fast as you want. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were hit fifteen mphs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, unstoppable little dudes! It is true, and we would. Crush that course in record time. And speaking of record time, folks, there is no doubt about it. It is true. It's the fastest hour in the universe, even when we start late. The fastest hour in the universe. You Uh. better believe it. 